Two guys. Two topics. Two, two, two. two opinions. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. I, I didn't like how we played transition defense early. We rebounded the ball you know, collectively, um, which was good. And, um, yeah, I thought, you know, to be honest with you, the guys that finished the game, um, Justin, Jarrell, William, Mie, Tony, all those guys I thought really played well, and they played the right way. And so, you know, playing without Rudy and Donovan and Mike, uh, I thought it's good to see some other guys that have been putting time in and practice be able to play and you could tell some of the guys that have been with us just had some instincts and we saw some guys do some things that we've been emphasizing you know Jeff got in the glass um, he got out in transition and attacked the rim so some stuff that we've been talking about I thought you know Boyan really guarded you know that you could watch the film and contesting every shot getting in the passing lane and denying a ball reversal pass. I, I thought he really played well defensively. Now that's something we talked a little bit about yesterday, uh, Gordon and Bojan, and how he is more athletic than uh, than you would think he is. But you've got a, a, a column up about Quinn Snyder, sltrib.com. What are you uh, communicating today there, Gordon? Essentially this. A lot of people have uh, brought forward that uh, Quinn Snyder's under more pressure this year because he's been given this extra talent that he hasn't had in the past. In my communications with Quinn, I don't think he's nervous or anxious at all. I think he's eager. I think he's digging it. He likes it. He's uh, He relishes it. And when you have these other guys who are also performing the way he wants them to, then it's just Gravy on the cake. Gravy on the cake? Icing on the cake, gravy on the meat, I guess. You mixed your metaphors there, yeah, huh? I did. What about icing on the meat? Yeah. I mean, that, it's icing. It goes on anything. Icing would be good on anything, wouldn't it? So uh, so he's he knows, and I and I'm speaking of metaphors, I, I make the, the uh, comparison to an IndyCar driver who knows he's got one of the fastest cars on the track. And that doesn't make a driver, that doesn't make a racer nervous. That makes him happy that he's got the fastest car or one of the fastest cars. And I think that's the way Quinn looks at it. He is, uh, he's relishing the opportunity to work these, pl- these players and get them connected, get them uh, fired up and, and, and hitting on all cylinders, as it were, and uh, to move forward from here. Now, he did say that... Uh, he, he wants. He, he feels like that. That's the case, and that uh, this team they have to, in order to. Let me let me read the quote. I think whatever the external perceptions are, however we process that, it's important for our focus to be on maximizing who we are, and that doesn't mean we don't have goals. Ideally, we have high goals and enthusiasm for those. But the way to get there is to kind of dig. End. And that's that's what he's doing. So all this talk, and, and haven't you seen it? You've heard it. Mm-hmm. That, uh, oh, Quinn is under pressure this time around because he's got he's been given more talent. He relishes it. And uh, I think uh, he's pretty fired up. Yeah, I, w- I would think so. The, you know, the downside of, of 
bringing back the same team last year is probably there wasn't a whole lot that was new. Uh, Quinn Snyder and the way his mind works or, or would seem to work, I would guess that he's probably pretty excited to have a new challenge and to try and tackle that challenge regardless of expectation. I do think there's a little pressure there, but uh, it's all how you handle the pressure. I don't think there's any more pressure that he puts on himself, and we hear that a lot I with can buy into that kinds though. of coaches. Right. We said that, I think, about Kyle Whittingham earlier with the youths. Right? Uh, oh, he's got extra pressure because he's got more talent. But I, I don't think these guys, if, if, they, if they felt that way, then they'd be in the wrong business. And I, I, I point that out in the column. And I don't think they are. I don't think Quinn is. I think he is, 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 is excited, enthusiastic about this, and uh, will move forward as such. Now, I guess there could become a point, like if, if the team uh, – absolutely underperforms all season long, then I guess maybe you could feel some pressure. But right now, that's not the way he's looking at it. Well, the franchise, and I'm talking about the whole franchise here, not just the team, seems set up to to go a long way this year. Yeah. And, I, and I do think that that comes in with some built-in pressure, but I bet top to bottom you talk to everybody over there and they'd rather have this type of, type of pressure than... Indeed than other types of pressure. Because so many of the players came here for this very opportunity, right. the new guys. And and as far as, does uh, does anybody out there think Rudy Gobert is bemoaning the fact that he's got more talent around him now? Uh, I'm guessing no. <laughs> and Rudy and Donovan were talking last year like they had a chance to win a championship. And now they've got uh, that extra horsepower and they're loving it uh, i think mike conley mentioned that at that uh that meet and greet the other or whatever you want to call it that fan opportunity yeah meet the team event mm-hmm. and he said that he said as much they're not making any secret of this they're, they're they're coming right out and saying yeah we we feel like we can contend for a championship and that's what we aim to do i'm paraphrasing but that's essentially it and they should have the roster to do it yeah, and when you think of a guy like Mike Conley, I mean, he's been – how long – is this his 11th year? How many years has he been in? I I, I should know that, but uh, I remember when he was uh, a college player. But uh, I think it's been – isn't this his 11th year? Uh, I'm uh, looking it up as you speak over there, uh, Gordon. The point – okay. Uh, he was in Memphis uh, 07 to 2019, so he came into the league so in 12, uh, 2007. Yeah, So 12 years? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, you know, he's been. Point is, he's been around. He has seen what teams. Uh, he's been to the Western Conference Finals. He knows what it takes. He's obviously observed other teams who have been championship teams, and he, he knows exactly what it takes. And he feels pretty comfortable with what he's got here. And I, I mean, I know we're talking about positionless basketball, but Mike Conley is still sort of at the rudder. Well, yeah, he's he's going to have the ball in his hands a fair amount, but a lot of guys are gonna are going to be able to initiate. It is going to be a little bit different for him, but yeah, I, I'm with you. I mean, we saw the ball was in Ricky Rubio's hands a lot last year. Oh. There's there's going to be plenty of opportunity for Mike Conley. Certainly, well, one of the things that is so interesting about this season is Mike Conley will be. I think certain guys will acquiesce to him because he's so highly respected uh, all around the league. But but Mike wants to hand a lot of it over to Donovan because Donovan has been sort of the main cog, at least offensively, on this team. 
and uh, Rudy Gobert speaks for himself. And so, I mean, he's 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 a leader on the team, but he wants to to hand that wheel over to those guys too. So it'll be that that's an interesting kind of three headed beast. What was that called in mythology? The three headed beast. I'm not sure. Is that a thing? Did Sinbad fight uh, fight the? Uh, I was Sinbad. It was, uh, Sinbad. He was a poor comedian from the eighties. <laughs> hey, he was not poor. He was in at least one fantastic movie. Which one? First Kid. Necessary Roughness. Oh, that's a good one too. Is he still making funny? Yeah, he's coming to Wise Guys here next month. Is Maybe really? this month. Yeah. Oh wow! Uh, How about that? Keith uh, has a, uh, good lineups over there. You know, we should go over there sometime. You're thinking of uh, Cerberus, by the way, the three-headed ah, monster. I see. Cerberus. Cerberus was the offspring of the, the monsters Echidna and Typhon. Ooh. Oh, Typhon. Fierce monster, Typhon. Cerberus. H- hell of a hairdresser, too. All right. Is that where the word Typhoon came from? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, coming up next, uh, we'll get to the this uh, China NBA situation continues uh, here to we go. evolve. We'll the, give you the latest. The snake-headed lady, that was Medusa, right? Yep. Uh, I want to remind you about our friends at Diamond Airport Parking. Don't take the bus toward the airport parking lot. Diamond Airport Parking offers covered self-parking, covered valet parking, open valet parking, and free 24-7 car to curb shuttle service. Diamond Airport Parking, just off I-80 and Redwood Road. Park ride and save at Diamond Airport Parking. Who would you rather uh, try to conquer? Would it be Medusa or, what was it, Cerberus? Cerberus? Who do you think would be, or how about Cyclops? Did it, what, what was Medusa's deal? She looked at you and you turned to stone or yeah. something like that? Yeah, yeah. All you got, but all you got to do is hold up a mirror. She comes with a prescribed solution. Cerberus, no solution. Yeah, but she had the snakes. And the snakes kind they of They were stuck on her head. She was nothing. Austin has given this some thought. You know what? That's one thing I love about Austin. He puts deep thought into these things oh, and comes with a, Oh, don't throw a, nonsense my way and expect oh, no who, answer. Who wouldn't you? Who wouldn't, who wouldn't you want to? Face, if you were well, if I could, in the Argonauts or whatever else, or you know Hercules, uh, probably uh, uh, Mercury. Mercury is a, a bad one because so fast. Yeah, too was fast. Mercury a bad guy or I don't know, but I wouldn't want to fight him. Would you? He's fleet-footed. I mean, I know you were fast on the ice back in the day. <laughs> Elite, elite speed. Rocket Monson. <laughs> All right, Gordon, let's, uh, there, there's some updates on the NBA saga yeah. with, uh, with China. Oh, all right. Uh, China's, uh, Chinese state television, CCTV, said in a statement, it will no longer air the upcoming NBA preseason games later this week in China. Which, uh, and they also had uh, a response basically saying that... Uh, uh, after Adam Silver backed Daryl Morey and, and said they're for freedom of expression, uh, basically uh, the Chinese government released a statement that said, yeah, we're really mad about this. They're really mad. Well, state-run TVs, can't they're not going to air these games, which basically, I don't know, kind of forces the NBA's hand. Like, do they do they cancel these preseason games now? Why? They're, they're still will be attended, won't they? I, I don't know. You think people are going to stay away? I, I, this is so dumb. Yeah, break. Somebody puts out a tweet, and now there's all this. Come on. 
Uh, Adam Silver said a, a couple of things today. He said, uh, quote, I understand that there are consequences uh, from uh, that uh, exercise, in essence, uh, Maury's freedom of speech, and we will have to live with those consequences. Uh, He also went on to say, uh, we are not apologizing for Daryl exercising his freedom of expression. I regret, again, having communicated directly with many friends in China that so many people are upset, including millions and millions of our fans. At the end of the day, we come with basketball as an opportunity to sell dreams, sell hopes, to increasingly focus on physical fitness, mental health health to the extent that we are causing disruption in people's lives and that we are causing disharmony. That's something I regret, unquote. So do you think that there will be like a a, a quiet uh, issuance of uh, what essentially comes to be a gag order saying, hey, everybody shut up? In the future? Steve Kerr didn't, uh, didn't address the matter, said he had to learn more about it first. A lot of folks were interested in what good old Steve was was going to say Since about. He's been so vocal on other issues, All right? And he kind of he took an easy way out. Said, "I'm going to have to learn about it a little more before I can comment." See, it's, this is this is such a lose lose for the it, NBA. It is. It is. But but it's it's a right for people to express their opinion, isn't it? it doesn't necessarily reflect what the league thinks. Don't people put that on their Twitter? Yeah, their but, opinions are their own. But the the Chinese, in the way that their government operates, they don't it just see it that, that way. Yeah. Well, this is America, isn't it? Yeah, but here you've got an American group of organizations that are profiting uh, from that foreign, not from that foreign government per se, but but in a foreign land. But but that's okay. I don't have a problem with that either. Um, not really. I mean. Just because China does it a certain way, that doesn't mean that people can't do business with them, does it? I mean, I've seen those protests before, but China can do it its way, I guess, and uh, America can do it its way, and the citizens here can do it their way. You know, it, it's funny where we draw the line on these things, right? Uh, because Around the pocketbook? Uh, well, I mean, morally, too. I mean, so we've got all these uh, uh, this uh, what trade embargo on Iran. Right. So we've deemed that government to whatever to do business with. But China, not so much. So I don't know where in the geopolitical landscape that line gets drawn and by whom, but it does happen. What you're talking about does happen. Say you cannot do business with that country because of the actions of their government. So that does happen. Isn't our government right now in the middle of a trade war sort of with China? That is correct. So, I mean, (laughs) this is a private citizen who voiced an opinion. What's the big deal? But in China, if you're a private citizen, you can't voice your opinion. You can't voice that opinion. But he's not in China. I know he tweeted about China, but he's not in China. And so, it, I mean, it's just, I, I get it. I understand it. I mean, not everybody is reasonable about these things. And by reasonable, I mean agree with me and you. But the NBA did make a mistake in not backing Maury wholeheartedly from the very beginning because they're going to lose either way on this. I mean, China's statement today was, you know, we're very angry about this and we're going to yeah. do something about it, regardless of of Adam but, Silver's sto- soft response. So but I, wouldn't it be different if it were Adam Silver who had issued this in a tweet? 
It's, it's Daryl Morey. Who cares what Daryl Morey thinks? It's the general manager of the most popular NBA team in China. I, I get it. I know. I know. But, I mean, the, the, the Chinese fans lose, too, because they love their basketball. So now they're not going to be able to see this? They, 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 love, they love watching the game played at its top level. And they don't get a chance to do that, see that over there on, in, in their country very often. Yeah, but if it becomes a, si- a symbol of unrest. But it's Daryl Morey. It's not but, Adam Silver. But that's not how it's viewed over there. Yeah, yeah I, I know. The NBA all of a sudden is, is something their opposition is rallying around. They're not going to have that. Yeah. I, I watch just, watch the Hunger Games movies. It's Pan Am or whatever I, I, that thing is over there. The Capitol, right? So, so let me I get don't this think straight. It's Pan Am, I think that's an Pan Am. So, Pan so Am? what? What are people supposed to do in this country when they have an opinion about something and they feel strongly about it based on what their experience or what their research leads them to believe? Are they supposed to muffle everything now? Because Daryl Morey works for the Houston Rockets, he can't have an opinion? Because, oh no, what will the Chinese think? Well, in all honesty, you probably should have thought about that. Well, maybe, but <laughs> I, I just, that's not the way we do it here in this country, is it? No, but it's how they Come do on, it. Come on, everybody rally around me here. Let's wave the flag. In this country, citizens are free to express their opinion. And yet, there might be consequences to that. And if China, if the government over there decides it wants to have a problem with that, and it expresses it in a way that the citizens over there have a problem with it, then okay. But I say you let the chips fall where they may, because this is America. But in China, the last thing they want to do is let the chips fall where they may. <laughs> I know. And the opinion of the citizenry isn't necessarily considered but, 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 on I, I, these I sorts that. of things. So people here in this country are supposed to tippy-toe around because you don't want to offend anybody. If you're making millions of dollars off of that in anybody, actually scratch that, billions of dollars maybe, off that may, anybody. May, maybe, Jake, but some things just aren't worth paying the price. Hey, I agree. And that's why I say Adam Silver had, should have backed Maury from the very beginning of this whole, the whole thing and then just battened down the hatches and waited for this to go away. But their soft response to it, really makes them look bad and now has painted them into a corner where the Chinese are still upset and they look terrible like greedy (laughs) un-American morons and they're losing on all fronts well so if you just back Maury from the very beginning okay so somebody made a mistake I say rally back around and if it's going to cost you some money it costs you some money but you cannot you cannot shy away from basic American rights I mean, you just can't. And if China doesn't like that, then it doesn't like that. And and the Chinese government can respond any which way it wants. But that doesn't mean that you got to kowtow to that stuff. I get it. That's That sounds 100-acre woodish, doesn't it? But, a little bit. But if you, if, you let, if, you, if you let that take effect and everyone's got to— Keep a lid on everything, every any opinion that they have, and anybody connected with the league in any way cannot voice a political opinion. I mean, that runs exactly counter, like you brought up yesterday, to 
to the way the NBA has done business in the past. Namely, allowing its players to have its their opinions, allowing them to get behind whatever cause they feel strongly about. That, too, is the American way. It's not the Chinese way, but it's the American way. In pretty much every scenario that I can think of, you should never have to apologize for advocating for freedom and democracy. Here, here. And that's probably what the NBA should have thought. Like, okay, this is going to create a headache, but do I really want to force somebody who's advocating freedom and democracy? Yeah. To yeah. apologize? Yeah. Does that sound like the, fact the that, stance to take? And the fact that this has gotten so blown out of proportion is absolutely ridiculous. And even Daryl Morey had to had to go back and say, well, you know, I it was uh, kind of, I'm paraphrasing here, but didn't he sort of say it was kind of a weak moment? Uh, I've had some time to reflect on it. Yes, he totally I mean, walked it back. Yeah. Uh, that's, oh, come on. We can't do it that way here. I understand it might cost you some money, but it cannot do it that way. And you cannot express that to your people. Just the way I want to back LeBron James to have whatever opinion he wants about whatever he's thinking about. I'm going to back Daryl Morey and say Daryl Morey should be able to voice his opinion, too. Got to be consistent. It's the American way. And if it costs you some money, then okay. Yeah, this is a tricky one for the NBA. There's, I get There's it. no doubt about it. All right, want to remind you to join us, The Big Show, coming up on Friday from 3 to 6. We're going to be at The Warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Price is so low, it will blow your mind. Up with freedom, man. We'll have more coming Let up next. Let freedom ring. 97.5 and 12.80 zone. Let freedom free.